Hello, everyone. My name is Darren B, and welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast. Welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast. My name is Michael Lynn from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm Lee McGinnis from Leesburg, Virginia. As members of the recovery community, we created this podcast as a way to provide experience, strength, and hope through the lens of the Daily Reflection book. Each day, we interview members of the recovery community in the hope that their experience may provide inspiration. We value inclusion and diversity, and we really want to provide a platform for all the voices of recovery. We aren't affiliated with any 12-step or recovery program, but you may hear these mentioned throughout the course of an interview. Hey, before we get to the show, I'd like to ask a favor. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you could leave us a comment or a rating. This is going to do a couple of things. It's going to help us expand our reach and improve the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, everybody. Today is November 22nd. Welcome to the show. As usual, we have a guest in the studio, Darren B. Welcome. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to have you on the show. Thanks for doing this. Um, We get started by having the guest read The Daily Reflection. Darren, do you want to get us started? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So the Daily Reflection for today, it says only two sins. There are only two sins. The first is to interfere with the growth of another human being, and the second is to interfere with one's own growth. Alcoholics Anonymous, page 542. Happiness is such an elusive state. How often do my prayers for others involve hidden prayers for my own agenda? How often is my search for happiness a boulder in the path of growth for another or even myself? Seeking growth through humility and acceptance brings things that appear to be anything but good, wholesome, and vital. Yet, in looking back, I can see that pain, struggles, and setbacks have all contributed eventually to serenity through growth in the program. I ask my higher power to help me not cause another's lack of growth today or my own. Darren, uh, before we begin, what is your date of sobriety? October 31st, uh, 2013. What were you thinking about when you were reading this? You know, I, I have a little bit of a, an issue with today's daily reflection, you know, because I, I personally do not believe in sin. Um, I believe in our, our wrongdoings, but I do not believe in sin as a, a moral failing or mm. a um, thing in which we are going to be punished for. Because truthfully, I, I do not believe in, in, in God's punishment. I do not believe in a, a punishing God. You know, the literature talks about that, that we created our own misery. God didn't do it. And, and those words right there sum up for me sin and, 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 and Alcoholics Anonymous. When I was reading this, you know, the thing that came to me is um, how the the only two sins in which they're speaking about um, can kind of be like an umbrella. You know, they're kind of generalized. Um, it says to the only two sins are to the first to interfere with the growth of another human being. And the second is to interfere with one's own growth. Before sobriety, my life um, consisted of, of nothing but those two, those two sins, to be honest with you. What was happening in your life in 2013? You know, 2013, you know, I was um, severely um, addicted to alcohol as well as narcotics. You know, um, you know, I, I, I found my place. I found myself in a, a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. And, you know, in that meeting, um, this was my second time stepping back into recovery. Um, 
in 2000, I had two and a half years. And, um, you know, I, I entered that room and I remember sitting there um, at the table in the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And um, I knew that I was home. You know, I knew that I was home. I knew that I was in the right place. And I began to cry. And I began to, I, I put my head down so that nobody would recognize or nobody would see me crying. And a gentleman um, put his hand on my back. And at that moment, I jumped because I, I realized it had been so long since I had felt human contact. And I, I looked up through tear-filled eyes and, um, you know, he said to me, you know, it does get better. It does get mm. better. And those were the only words that I needed to know to lock him in and know that he was going to be my sponsor, mm. to know that he was going to be the man who was going to walk beside me and he was going to be the person to take me through the 12 steps. You know, that was a little bit over eight years ago. And um, that all knowing um, that I had within that very moment has, has proven to be a fact. He's still my sponsor and we, we still grow spiritually together. Fantastic. So you met your sponsor in a meeting. That's great. Mm -hmm. How did you get started working the steps? Well, I mean, my sponsor is a true believer in the, in the steps as I'm a true believer in the steps as being, you know, our only solution. Therefore, he um, immediately met with me. Um, we had coffee. We did the initial conversation. Um, and he asked me if I was willing to go to any lengths. And I told him yes. And he said, well, then you're ready to take certain steps. And we began to do step work. And we continued to do step work until I was finished. And it was time for me to start doing step work with others. So what was the, the toughest part about going through the steps or, or maybe one step that, that came out as, as much more difficult than others? The ninth step was the hardest for me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The ninth step was absolutely four and nine were the two hardest steps that I, that I had to, that I experienced, but absolutely definitely nine. I had up until this point, never had done a heartfelt, sincere apology, nor um, an attempt to mend a relationship. Um, so this was something that was completely new to me, something that I was completely filled with fear about, but something that I, I knew that I needed to experience in order to undergo a, a spiritual transformation. Yeah. Making amends is never, never easy when it's really heartfelt. Who in your life did you have to make those amends to? Everybody that I harmed. <laughs> I'm a I'm a, a firm believer of, of thoroughness and honesty, especially within the amends process. And um, if there was harm done, then amends needed to be made. Now we weren't talking about a simple, um, you know, I, I stood you up for a date, you know, or we weren't talking about a simple, um, you know, I um, I had 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 done a, an, an act which which wasn't. Um, it didn't cause, it was more about things that cause permanent damage within another person. So the, the daily reflection talks about growth. How have you grown in sobriety? I continue to grow in sobriety. It, you know, I, I came into the, to the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, a scared little boy who, um, was unable to speak and, you know, basically unable to have a conversation with another human being because, you know, it talks about that fear of people. Mm -hmm. And that fear of people within me was so great and so strong that I was unable to converse with others. So, um, you know, I've, I've grown in recovery um, internally 
and I've experienced that externally. First, it has to happen internally, and then we externally are able to display it within our daily lives. So are you working with other men today? I absolutely am, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How does that go? How do you how do you meet sponsees and, and how do you begin working with them? You know, honestly, most of my sponsees have reached out to me. They have either gotten my name from somebody or they've heard me speak at a meeting. And that's just how it's worked out for me. Not to say that I haven't reached out to others, um, because I definitely believe in doing that. It's just that maybe the situation didn't turn out to be a sponsor-sponsee relationship. But I've been grateful. Um, most of my sponsees have been pretty serious and have reached out to me and said that, hey, so-and-so gave me your number and thought that you would be a good sponsor for me. Yeah. You know, so that's how most of most of the situations have, have evolved for me. What is the hope in recovery? How do you spread the message of recovery and, and maybe talk a little bit about advice you might have for folks that are just getting into the program? Um, you know, the hope for recovery, one of the things that I always focus on is the feelings. You know, I always focus on the feelings as well as the thinking and our response to those um, those things. Because the thing about it is, is that the the alcohol, as we know, our literature tells us, it's but a symptom. You know, so I try to get down to the causes and conditions, and I try to do that very early on in my conversation because that's when the alcoholic is able to see that I know what I'm talking about in regards to alcoholism. So I, I try to focus on those feelings, those responses to those feelings, the, the twisted thinking. I'm able to illuminate their own experience with my words. And what that does is it, it creates um, a foundation for, for us to know that that we're on the same level here. Like, I'm, I'm going to take you through the 12 steps, but but you're taking me through the 12 steps as well. You know, this isn't a thing. This isn't about authority. It's not about, you know, any any situation like that. It's, it's, it's about an honor that, that God has given me um, as a result of the work that I've done um, within the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, just just the, 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 the hope that I want to give to the new guy is exactly the same hope that was given to me is that, you know, it does get better. It does get better. You know, hold on to those words, um, affirm those words. And in, in, in the darkest of times, just believe somebody else for once in your life that, you know, it does get better. Yeah, it sure does get better. Maybe talk a little bit about some of the ways that your life has improved. Oh, my, I mean, my life has improved drastically. Once again, um, Recovery for me has always been about internals. Before recovery, um, I was unable to have a successful relationship. You know, jealousy, fear, resentment um, plagued me and corrupted and destroyed all of my personal and sexual relationships. So I, I, you know, the 12 and 12 talks about our inability to form a true partnership with another human being. Today, I'm able to form true partnerships with other human beings. Today, I'm able to have healthy, um, successful relationships. And that doesn't always mean that they're perfect. It just means that, you know, when I'm wrong, I'm able to promptly admit it. I'm able to come back and, you know, share my wrongdoing and then ask for forgiveness. And, um, you know, even if I'm able not, even if I'm not able to, to, to get forgiveness for me to walk away being okay with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the, the truly, the greatest place in my life that that recovery has has um, benefited me 
being out there and, and not being able to form partnerships with, with others, you know, it made me feel abnormal. It made me feel um, as if um, I wasn't human, you know. So that's the the greatest place, um, you know, I mean, and then there's plenty of other um, areas as well. You know, not only am I sober, but um, I have acquired emotional sobriety. That's what I was just talking about. One of the gifts that, that recovery gives us. You know, I've acquired a, a business um, that I run and um, I'm in my own house. I'm able to, you know, take care of myself, for, you know, enable for God to provide for me. And, you know, I'm able to have, like I said, relationships and friends is, is really where it's at for me. Yeah, that's great hope. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we begin to wrap up? Um, you know, I just, once again, just like to share, you know, that, you know, it, it does get better. You know, it definitely does get better. Fantastic. Well, Darren, thanks so much for spending time with me. All right. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to find us online, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Reflection Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Reflector. You can read stories of recovery from our community at blog.dailyreflectionpodcast.com. Please don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. We greatly appreciate it. Have a great day.